Kiora, and welcome to another edition of the GeoDorable podcast with your hosts Chris Morris and Mark Thompson. For more information on this episode, visit the GeoDorable page on Facebook. Hello, Chris. Hello, Mark. How are you? Good. Hello, listeners. Welcome to GeoDorable. Oh, we're not we're not speaking to the listeners, are we? <laughs> no, they should just listen in silence. <laughs> Uh, do you know I have a very nice glass of red wine in front of me? Do you? Mm. This this small segue. I had wondered whether we should start reviewing drinks on the <laughs> on this podcast. Um, I've got a. I don't actually know what it is. It's red at the moment. I can't. I need the bottle. I think it's, it's a Merlot. Or no, no, it's Pinot Noir. Is it Australian? Uh, I haven't got the bottle. I can't tell you. And I I'm not good enough to tell by the taste. It's not Australian. It's going to be a Kiwi Pinot Noir. By really? the taste of it, it is a Marlborough. Really, I think you've got the bottle. I haven't. It's just I can tell my Pinot Noirs. Oh, right. You, well, from New Zealand, you've got your Marlborough, and then you've got your um, Martinborough. Well, Martinborough, Marlborough, others. But and anyway, <laughs> look, <laughs> this, this isn't a wine show. <laughs> no, but, but you've related mapping and wine together and then failed. No, I haven't. What? I didn't mention the word map. I mentioned two locations. That's mapping. Yeah, kind of. Fair well, enough. it's about the where, as we'll find out later. Uh, it is. It's about the science of where, as we'll discuss. Yeah. Uh, so, welcome along. Um, thanks for your connections on Facebook. Facebook.com is geodorable. And the uh, many messages we get either on our email, geodorable at gmail.com. We should read some of those out, shouldn't we, on occasions? We should. Mm, maybe we next should, time. but. Um, as usual, hello to all our listeners, uh, the ones overseas, keep up the uh, Japanese. <laughs> Singaporean, I like that. Singaporean, American. We've got a four, regu- uh, four regular uh, listeners from the UK. Uh, they're probably using it to learn English, uh, New Zealand slang. I'm wondering if it's just my parents and my sister. Not that they actually know that I do this. <laughs> Uh, your mum doesn't know what you do we've already discovered that <laughs> yeah that's true actually my dad should know what I do but anyway yeah hmm. um, so Chris tell us a little bit about yourself good grief tell have us you, have you been drinking the wine or is it no I haven't I'm just a little bit tired uh, tell us a little something about yourself um, well I could uh I could mention actually that my wife has just wanted me a cup of tea, which is rather nice for. And you're having tea and wine. Well, I haven't finished the wine yet. I'll have to scull that, but then that feels a bit bad. Mix it and tell us what 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 it tastes like. No. It could no. be a first in the podcasting world. Do you know what? That would ruin either a good cup of tea or a good glass of wine. I'm not going to. I'm not prepared to do either. But that could take us from being the number one geospatial podcast in New Zealand to the world. No. Chris drinks stuff on <laughs> podcast that makes him puke. <laughs> Yeah, uh, if you've only got sound, it's not quite as good as uh, vision. Anyway, oh, oh, the sound of something throwing up on on right. Is, is oh, that is pretty, pretty bad. It's voted the world the the worst sound ever. Apparently, people throwing up. So they say. I can imagine that. Mm. Anyway, you were telling me about yourself. Well, yeah, we like to share. I mean, it's a very it's a, it's a sharing caring podcast, right? While remaining humble. Humble and sharing. I mean, it's it's two of the greatest qualities anybody can imagine, um, and uh, self-deprecation good. and good uh, looks. 
I'm tempted to ask what the Romans have ever done for us. Um, apart from sanitation. So... <laughs> Uh, so what was don't forget July and August. <laughs> how could how could you forget those? That's what they uh, did for us. Uh, anyway, I've got, I've almost lost the will to live. What we're we doing there? What? <laughs> what? Uh, you were trying to tell me something about yourself that I didn't know, and the listeners didn't know. Well, uh, we talked about self-deprecation, uh, and this is is one of those slightly embarrassing uh, moments. I I'm ashamed to admit to, but I'm going to. So, when I was um, much younger, uh, you know, what in the two thousands? No, much younger than that, actually. Um, no, I I was a Boy Scout. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and. Um, I got confused between orienteering and abseiling, <laughs> which I know sounds pretty dangerous, and actually it was because I, I ended up running off a cliff with a compass. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Fortunately, it wasn't that steep a cliff, and I just kind of bounced my way down. Um, uh, yeah, but things to watch out for. Don't get things confused. Orienteering, yeah. abseiling, two entirely different things. So you weren't a very good Boy Scout. <laughs> I have my I d- well. I didn't I, get my orienteering badge. Put it that way. You did. You keep the scout law. Uh, yes, I did. Promise to do my best to do my duty to God on the green to keep the scout law and to do a good duty every day. Do you know? I actually. Good turn. Yes. I've been recently reading um, the uh, uh, what was the name Baden Powell's um, Scouting for Boys book. Oh yes. It's so interesting. Because he was raising a little army of boys. Yeah, he really was. He really was. You know. Yeah. Um, no, I found it really interesting. The language, the way he talks and so forth. Uh, no, really cool. Were you a Boy Scout? Uh, I was a Sea Scout. Mm. So that means we did stuff, as well as the normal stuff, we did sailing and rowing and kayaking. Very cool. Yeah, um, it was. Is, is that the thing that you're telling the listeners about yourself? Have you got something else more interesting? I have got something more interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is that I first used a GPS unit. Yep. In 1998. Now, for some of our listeners, they probably weren't even alive. <laughs> that's pre. That's pre millennial. Whoa, dude! <laughs> Slow down. Uh, so, so, what was it like? Can you can you, can you kind of talk us through the experience? Sure. Um, it was. It wasn't that big. So, I'm 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 just holding out the shape of my hand that you can't see. Um, so it was like the size, it was about a two-thirds the size of a pump bottle. Okay. Um, and it took a while to boot up, and you had to go outside to boot it up, otherwise it wouldn't match onto anything. That's kind of the same today, though. Yeah, kind of. Um, there's only 12 channel or something, but yeah, it was pretty cool. Now, I, I'm going to ask the question that you may or may not the answer, know the answer to. Was this pre or prior to the U.S.? Um, what was it? What was the what was the terminology called? I can't remember now. Uh, before they, uh, I turned off the uh, era thing. Yes. So it was it was pre. So you were out anyway by by some meters. Yes. Okay. But it was still amazing to be able to capture waypoints and then um, stick them on your map. Mm, differential. I can't remember what it was called. No, it wasn't differential GPS. It was mm, just okay. normal. Yeah. So that's interesting. Maybe. <laughs> hey, well, what I'm basically imagining is a device 
that you know the size of a pump bottle as you said and you you're kind of what what, what were you capturing it into a mobile uh, phone your, your nokia 3310 no uh, no 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 this is before the nokia 3310 there was a time before the nokia 3310 yeah this this is like brick oh no they had they had the small remember the motorola flip uh, not the razor before the razor was a flip okay no i don't remember that um mm. yeah so no we're just capturing the waypoints and then downloading them as text files okay um, having to connect through lpt ports oh i do remember those they were fun yeah not no i think that's probably enough about uh, <laughs> probably ancient, is. ancient gps um <laughs> ancient we... history yeah, well, that's a lot of it. What's on today's show, Chris? We have some news, and we Woo-hoo. always do. I know it's, it's it's quite good news actually. It's almost it's like a like a regular feature we have. Oh, I love those regular features, uh, and we have topic of the day. Uh, day, 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 day. I'm going to record you doing that. I'm recording it now, uh, and uh, I'm going to put it into a podcast it to most of all of New Zealand's geospatial people who are listening to this podcast. The many thousands, top top fifty, forty podcast in the world on GIS I reckon easy easy um, uh, topic of the day this week is about uh, the science of where well yeah or as we thought of a new slogan <laughs> but what does it actually mean what does it mean as you know we get down deep and deep and we, dark we, in this podcast we, we get to the heart of the matter right we do hmm and we only do them facts, <laughs> or post facts, or post facts, facts. facts. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we ask the questions that other people who haven't got podcasts can't ask because they haven't got yeah, a podcast. Yeah, and we provide the answers that you weren't really wanting to hear. Um, anyway, let's get on with that. <laughs> Spatial news. It's the news time. Do you know what? And I'm I'm going to be cheeky, and I'm going to change the order slightly. No, not not the order. We spent hours on the running sheet. I, I know, I know, I know. But I suddenly thought that um, we should start with love, because love is in the air. Well, the you know the love we get from our listeners, um, you know, it it warms me up. No, you know, no is this end. because you forgot Valentine's Day again? I didn't forget it again. I regarded it with the same. Uh, a sense of um, disregard as I do most years but that's what happens when you've been married for a number of years it's kind of I thought of you were going to say disregard I always pay my wife <laughs> <laughs> she's bought me a cup of tea I love her dearly um, no but we did talk about actually let's just buy the one Valentine's card that we reuse every year but we write a slightly different message in it each year you know oh that's romantic yeah I think so because then you've got a lasting memory uh, you know, as opposed to the card that you have, and then you, yeah. Anyway, get yeah. rid of it probably. So, um, so anyway, the the reason we're talking about love and Valentine's Day is largely because Valentine's Day was uh, yesterday. It was Saint Valentine who got martyred and had a terrible death. We remember in a romantic way. <laughs> Bringing it down. Um, how how was your Valentine's Making Day? Making it real. <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, take your lovely wife out anyway? Do anything? Uh, no, uh, we, uh, this, um, I said, happy Valentine's, mm-hmm. gave her a hug, and then went out the door and uh, stayed the night away in, in Taupo for work. Man, she so, is one lucky lady. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
half an hour at least of quality time there where we're getting the kids ready and their breakfast etc. I was, was going to say what you hugged her for half an hour. That's oh no, a, no, that, no. That's more of a hug in my book. But anyway. <laughs> uh, no, no, that was it. So no, no, not as romantic as you. We, we actually went out for a drink uh, after work, which was really nice, you know. Um, anyway, the, the reason for this post, other than just talking about our, our you know... Uh, <laughs> romantic, romantic ways. Yes. Uh, is the, uh, this is the, from the Google Earth blog. It's uh, celebrate Valentine's Day with Google Earth. And what they've gone, what they've gone and done is they have um, found lots of heart-shaped features, map features. Well, yeah, caught on their Google Earth imagery. Yeah, and they have um, they've they've got lots of little images. They've and just you've got blocked them. The yeah. one I like is the British farmer who made a heart, um, in a in a paddock. He made a paddock shaped heart. But what he actually did was plant a heap of trees around it. Yeah, it does. So yeah, it's like it's a forest with a big heart in the middle. It's quite cool. Yeah, I, I like trees. So, yeah. Well, uh, again, so if, if you're feeling romantic and you know you must be after this first news item, um, then uh, <laughs> head to our Facebook page, and from there you will find the link to the heart-shaped things. I'm not sure about that first one actually. Heart-shaped things. Uh, I thought I thought the last one, the building, was the weakest. Did you? Um, but anyway, the other thing happened on this web page. Yes. Um, <laughs> that also links off to other things. More phallic that they found in Google Earth imagery. Oh, have they? I haven't looked at that. And there's my favourite, which is in Fairfield College from Hamilton, New Zealand. And uh, someone's put a big CMB on the uh, grass nice. there at Fairfield. Well done, Fairfield. I mean, it's a bit old now. They've probably graduated or left. But uh, yeah, putting New Zealand on the map. Excellent. So, um, yes, be romantic. Go and have a look at some high shaped things on the map. Sure. Right. Spatial news. Back to the running order. Where in the running order? You've made me confused. Oh, the first one. I'll talk about it. So, Open uh, data. Woo-hoo. Yeah. So, what well, last last week we talked about a couple of uh, was it last week? I think it was week before. Anyway, we talked about a couple of uh, open data portals that had been uh, released. So you had um, data.gov, the beta for that, and you had Auckland Transport's uh, open data portal. Uh, And we went about portal, portal, portal. We did. And uh, there's a new release uh, for uh, the open data portal. Uh, Do you know what's really exciting in this release, Chris? Mm. Now, instead of having to read a blog to find about updates, they're going to pop, make pop-ups appear on the open data portal. Hey, that's quite cool if you're if you're regularly using one. If it's 1988. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, anyway, there's a new update. Uh, what are we saying? Um, Improved security and sharing yeah. of your sites. Yeah, that's quite now, useful. Uh, again, I reiterate just use something that's already out there instead of going to set up your own it's cheaper okay cool right so um i think the next one is probably yours isn't it spatial news uh protesting oh this yeah this one sorry this is again from the girth of sorry i'm sounding confused because i didn't think this was mine oh no you're right it's mine sorry the uh, again google earth um uh, I quite like this one. So, it, um, our UK listeners obviously will be fully aware of this, but for, for those in New Zealand, um, 
we have these things called high speed trains i i know it's we a, have them in new zealand they they go over 50 oh i was going to say I, i'm pretty sure you don't have them um yes in the uk there's uh, it's faster than walking and that's why it's high speed okay we have high speed trains and it runs basically from uh, well they want to build one running from uh, dover with the uh, euro um, tunnel or yeah, Eurostar, I should say, into London. And so they want to build this new high-speed uh, rail link. And some uh, farmer has decided to protest against it by, uh, in the back of his field, writing in very large... I think he's used hay bales, writing H2 sucks. Um, you mean HS2? HS2 sucks, yep. Yeah, Which is the name of the high-speed rail. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then he spelled sucks, as you see, yes, because he must have run out. He's run out of bells, and he's put the two around the wrong way. But apart from that... Oh, no, no, there's another great feature as well. What's that? Uh, it's not scheduled to start till 2026, so he's literally 10 years ahead of himself. That's good, good hey, protesting in advance. It's the power of public speech or something, democracy or so. Anyway. I don't know, maybe he figured they're going to fly over it sometime, but... If the hay whales, he'll use them in winter so they'll be gone. Yeah, anyway, uh, you know, Google Earth strikes again. Uh, should we do another thing, shall we? Maybe, maybe? Okay. Yeah, there's lots of news. Spatial news. Right, this is um, Mapbox, which is your favourite. I actually think this is quite cool. It's, uh, well, actually, I found it. I found the API cooler than just what Mapbox were doing with it. But. Uh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, we should perhaps explain. So Mapbox have uh, hooked up with... Uh, hooked up. <laughs> Such the tart. They're the Taylor Swift of the GIS world. What are you talking about? You said hooked up. Yeah. It means like boyfriend-girlfriend. Yeah, so it's fully appropriate. So they have hooked up with uh, a weather provider. I'm just trying to work out who the weather provider was, actually. Open weather. Open weather. Okay, fair enough. And basically what it does is it works out weather along your your <laughs> route. Whether the weather's going to get affected by the weather. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, now, I realise I've now used the terms hooked up and route in the same sentence. And then pointed it out. So all our listeners now have joined the dots even for the ones who hadn't before. Um, the interesting part, Mapbox have a route API. R-O-U-T-E. Mm-hmm. Or route, as they say route. in America. I like routes, yeah. Okay, we'll say route. Um, so they've got a cool route API, which looks actually pretty easy to use. Yeah, just drag and drop, right? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't like me dragging it to New Zealand. Um, but anyway... And that's, that's pretty cool. And then OpenWeather, who I hadn't heard of before, mm-hmm. um, they have APIs that you can just go and use. So if you're using less than 60 calls per minute, which is map weather calls, it's yep. free for the whole world. And I, I had a look at their data from New Zealand, and it was pretty good. Was it? I think the, 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 the problem they've got is they've got this nice little demo, and it's in California. So you do a route in California, <laughs> and it's just green and sunny. But, um, it won't be green. Brown. Yeah. Anyway. Good, good, yeah. True. But I do like. I think it's it's quite cool actually because we think about routes, but we don't necessarily think. Oh, by the time I get to where I'm going to go, you know, I might have to pass pass through. You know. Oh yes. For instance, this last two days I was in Taupo. 
mm-hmm. and therefore I took shorts and a jersey and a raincoat and a t-shirt and trousers. I was packed for all seasons because Taupo, you never know what it's going to be like. And turns out it was bad the first day and then hot and sunny the next. Did you take your uh, swimming trunks? I did actually, but I didn't use them. Yeah. I also took the gym gear and I didn't use that, but I had two breakfasts. <laughs> I had breakfast in Corrie this morning. I was quite hungry. Anyway. Yeah. All right, well. Uh, so yeah. let's just um, plug those again. So Mapbox, which you know, and openweathermap.org. And uh, we'll, we'll obviously we'll put this uh, on our Facebook uh, page, but yeah, you, you do yeah. a route in it, and it, uh, it shows you kind of different weather patterns along that route. And if you're yeah, doing some sort of farming agricultural app, there's some free weather data for you. Cool. Spatial news. Well, speaking of hooking up, were we? Yeah, we were. Well, you were. Um, Digital Globe, Esri, and Harris Corporation. Mm-hmm. Do you know Harris Corporation? No. Uh, well, they make Envy. Oh, of course they do. Yes. yes no, they, they don't make Envy. They bought Envy, didn't they? Yeah, they did buy it. Yeah. That's why no one knows who they are. Yeah. I remember Because Envy used to be Envy. Yeah. And now it's not Envy anymore. Yeah. Anyway, um, so those three have hooked up. And they're doing the fun stuff we talked about a few weeks ago. Using the, the, the cool words of 2017. Mm-hmm. Which were spatial big data analytics with deep learning technology. They've gone for all three, haven't they? Really? I mean, it's well, it's tick, they've tick, missed tick. artificial intelligence, but it's implied with deep learning. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they've put digital globes. Um, ah, I'm trying to explain it simply. They've put an engine that can allow you to do analysis of digital globe imagery using Esri and Envy technology. Nice. Um, so if... I'm sure they're the uh, Envy of the industry. <laughs> Here are we. Try the veal. Um, yeah. So, yeah. If, if I mean, we, we don't really talk. We're not really raster men, are we? Uh, no. I had a horrible experience with Idrisi. Uh, at my when I did my masters, I've never really got over it. <laughs> uh, I just had to do a lot of um, digitization of aerial photographs. Did you use grass when you were at uni? No, no, no. I didn't do GIS at uni. Remember? If you were listening to previous podcasts, did you not? No. Why the hell are you on this podcast then? Well, I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought this was I a special to get podcast. My job GIS. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, no, I didn't use grass. Didn't, well, I didn't use anything. <laughs> I did not nail. Ah, full of one-liners tonight. I am thinking for uh, next week's podcast, I'm going to give you to canned laughter. <laughs> yeah? Well, it'll help the listeners who I'm sure are just laughing away by themselves. And if you're listening in the car, there's nothing weirder than laughing by yourself. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, these are the trends we talked about. Um, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so one of the Jacks, uh, the trends Jack mentioned, um, he's doing. So cool stuff. It'd be interesting to see what comes of that. I mean, you know. I would actually love to see some work done by it, just to learn more about the power of uh, raster analysis. Yeah. Yeah. Great big data and deep learning. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was our news. Uh, for this week um, do we not have an ending jingle 
No, it always just fades away like that, and then normally we go topic of the week, 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 and that's the jingle starts. But you know, are you going to play the jingle? I'm just or giving. I I'm, just, no, I'm should just, I just crash it like I normally do? I'm just giving people a breather, like you know, because okay. yeah. they've been laughing so hard from yeah, they need the hilarity. And I just need to have a little uh, drink of um, wine or tea. Mm. I like that we've just had dead dead space on air because you're drinking your tea. Drink my wine. Can you just play the jingle? Yeah. Uh, which one is it? That one. Topic of the week. That's why we play the jingle. That, 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 that That's just that's just energy. Can you hear it? Sure. So this week it's the science of where. That sounds as though it should have an echo on it. It should, but we have to deep into, dip into our budget to get an echo machine. Mm. Oh. Uh, anyway, so the science of where is Esri's new slogan. What was their last slogan? Um, we're better than map info. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure they haven't ever said that. They they probably, they're they're actually, the best. They never said that, actually. It's true. Um, what's interesting um, about this is uh, it's the science of where, colon, our promise. Yeah, I didn't quite get the promise bit, but anyway, Jack's written the letter. Are we going to read it or just talk about it? We'll just talk about it. Okay. Um, it yeah, it's quite a bit of jargon. Well, again, um, we, we kind of talked about this uh, a little while ago about, you know, the commoditization of GI functions, right? You know, yes. Mapbox has got, you know, 10, 15 widgets that do GIS functionality. Without having to think about GIS. Yeah, and I think Jack's counter-argument to that is you need to think about GIS. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so we've, we talked about location-based services, and I kind of like this change because when you try and explain your job to your mother, yeah, you have to use the words map. Usually Google Maps, but better. And then you mentioned the term steroids, and, yeah. What? Google Maps on steroids. That's kind of the, oh, right. the standard response. I thought we were back in the gym. Um, and But this is better because we could also use... I, I do location analysis. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that's sort of like location analysis. I can locate things already. But what about the science of where? Where are you talking about? Where is that? Um... So, yeah, so Esri are now using the, the science of where is their tagline. Yeah. Um, to distinguish themselves from the location-based services. Um, I think they're still going to use the word location, like location strategies. Yeah, sure. Um, but now you can call yourself a wearologist. <laughs> you got to be careful about that. Or wearographer. Oh, man, I am going to get that on a T-shirt. But well, no, this, I'm a wearographer. So I was reading a, um, actually, watching a video blog um, by our good friend at um, Web Map Solutions, Map Shin. I say good friend as in one day I'd like to speak to him. Um, and he did a great video about the science of wear from Esri. Hey, hang and, on, hang on. Uh, has he got a podcast? No. Oh, I mean, well, yeah. he's got a vod cl- what video podcast? What's that called? Vlog. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, and 
yeah, he talks about this and it's quite interesting. But he has a Mapman t-shirt, as I know you do, Chris. I've got two, actually. But he changes his Mapman t-shirt to be a Wearman t-shirt. He didn't make the wolf sound, but I just joined two and two together. <laughs> to so make now, you th- <laughs> now you've got the Wearman. And now you can grow those sideburns out and be Wolverine like you've always wanted. I know, I've just been Sean, actually. Really short haircut. Uh, long story. Um... <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't. No, it was. Anyway, uh, things you have to do as a father because your son got a really short haircut and now feels a little bit self-conscious about it, so you get your haircut short as well. So, you know. Why didn't you just mock him? Because, you know, jeez. <laughs> Love uh, to be your speak, kids. Speaking of haircuts, since being in Singapore, my son now goes to the hairdresser and says, can I have a Korean-style haircut? And they just look at him bizarre. Because <laughs> no one knows what a Korean style is over here. And yet you can go and go, you can walk into a place and go, can have a Korean barbecue. <laughs> Weird, eh? We, I think we're possibly getting off topic here. Um, so what's the points we're making here? As we have a new tagline called the science of where, we can now change ourselves from being mappers or geographers to wearographers. Is it, am I a wearologist? Or wearologist, yeah. or wear man. I'm and a bit worried after my my conversion, uh, my confusion between uh, <laughs> conversion, <laughs> my confusion between abseiling and uh, orienteering. Being a wearologist might end up quite dangerous. I um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, what, but what do you think of the concept? I mean, when I think of science, and I'm being a bit old school here. When I think of science, I feel as though I should be mixing two things in some test tubes and shaking it about. And making well, a gas or a, it, you know. It also reminds me of IBM. Okay, go on. And, and like, I'm an international business machine, as we know, but I'm pretty sure they used science in one of their taglines as well. I mean, do you think um, what we do is a science? No. We do analysis. Um, but analysis but, is rooted in science, right? You know, you, you analyse the results of your experiment. Well, no, but you start with hypothesis, and we don't really start with hypothesis. I think, therefore, I wear. <laughs> sure. Mm. Um, but I think, hopefully, it's a step in the right direction of trying to communicate what we do. Because how often are you sick of being called that mapping guy? Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, and now you can say that weirologist. Yeah, I'm not sure if that improves things. Although, uh, I, but yeah. well, we shouldn't stand for that. It's not about the map. We've well, said many times, get off the map. We have. I mean, that's our tagline, right? Geodorable, get off the map. Get off the map. Um, yeah, and listen to the podcast. Uh, I don't know. I, so, I, I, I'm kind so of. So you don't, you don't call a um, a business analyst or a, a business um, BI person that report guy or that graph guy no true but yet we allow us to be called that map guy that's because maps are way more visual you know than a graph yeah okay I think I think they're just as visual maybe maps convey more information well you think about our kids episode last week right every single one talked about a picture well it's because we asked them about the map yeah didn't yeah, yeah. get off the map. We didn't get off the map, yeah. Okay, fair enough. I don't know. I mean, I, I think, mate, yes, 
we need to be in a position where we are countering the commoditization of GIS and we are going, yes, okay, you're a BI tool and you have a map in you. But <laughs> you're a BI tool? <laughs> Such an insult. <laughs> It's no, it's BI not. A, tool. No, that's not what I mean. No, <laughs> you, you have a BI tool. It has a map in it. The visualization is good, and so forth. But we're still, you know, it's, it's the analytical side of things that makes what we do as GIS. Well, yeah, but we should call it the where I side, the where side, two things. The what? Where? Where is it? instead of the analytical side mm, okay yeah um so yeah new tagline watch out for that i'm sure they'll be pushing it lots at dev summit and business partner summit and the uc and as well uc and then watch out for the new zealand uc yeah where we'll be we're all just everywhere are you, are you going to the uh, uc this year oh. the u.s one yeah i don't know yet i don't think so i think you should probably push for it i i have asked but... I, I i think we should both go <laughs> well, no, I mean, because... Are you going? I'm just saying we should take the, the this on the roadshow, you know, the podcast well, on the roadshow. Wouldn't the sponsors finally pay their money? Yeah, if only they would pay their money, if, you know. It's all very well saying you'd be sponsored and then expect to get name-checked every week. But, yeah. you know... But you anyway. have to pay up. Anyway, yes, sorry. Anyway, so, yeah. Okay, I think we've covered that. I think we have. In our own inimitable style. Yes, the science of where, or get off the map, as we like to say. It's everybody's favourite game, mate. Everybody's. Get off the map. Get, no, no, no. <laughs> Sounds like a bad version of Twister. What, there's a good version of Twister? Sure, you were a teenager once. Don't think I ever was, actually. No, well, there's your problem. Hmm. Ever since I fell off that cliff with the compass, never quite felt right. Anyway, uh, it's it's the game that everybody is talking about. Actually, we get almost, I would say, I would almost bet 100% of our correspondence is about this game or mentions this game. And everybody wants to know, one, is it real? Uh, of course. Two, if it is real, uh, how come it's not Google, uh, you know, that much on Google? It's because it's like a real game, but it's quite it's the Esri community, so it's quite closed. Well, yeah, I think it's more just the Google. People know about it, so they go straight to the website if they've got a question. Yeah, true. Rather than Googling it. So Google search uh, deep learning hasn't picked up on it yet. Give it time. Uh, but it's definitely real. Yeah, and we hope to have How some... How else would we learn it? Yeah, we're hoping and to have some guest, guest players uh, pretty soon. Yeah. Again, feel free to contact us on our Facebook page. Uh, yeah, or send us an email uh, at geodorable uh, at gmail.com. Yes. Or leave us a voicemail. Come on. Yes, you hear us speak, we could hear you speak. We could even play it and, you know, on, on the podcast. You could be famous. As famous as we are. Indeed. Right, let's get on with this. Right. Export to shapefile. <laughs> All right, I kick off because I am winning so far this year. Ah, uh, yeah, you are. I don't mean to be immodest about that. Um, but let's keep things simple. I'm thinking of a tool. I'm thinking of. <laughs> Sorry. Um, 
Winston Peters. What? Oh. <laughs> just th- thinking of it all. Again. <laughs> Man, you're funny. <laughs> this is where I need this canned laughter. I'd be pressed. I'd be playing it right now. Yeah, but you would have missed that one and then it would have been even worse. Okay, um, no. The tool I'm thinking of is not Winston Peters. It is Erase from the Analysis Tool Set. Uh, other political opinions are available. Um, arrays, 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 arrays. Okay, that's quite a boring move, to be perfectly honest. I said you were going to start. Okay, you have. Uh, arrays, I mean, that leads quite nicely to table to domain. Table to domain. Now, are you staying with boring moves to check me, or are you leading me astray? Well, I think a couple of weeks ago you said I was spending far too much time in 3D Analyst. Yes, you did. Mm. But you've just helped me out there because I'm going to Terrain to Tin. I am just from the 3D yeah, Analyst. I'm, I'm, and now, Jeremy, in Singapore, don't just abuse me because I've said the word tin again. <laughs> it's a tool, mate. Get over it. I miss him. <laughs> it's true, I do. I just I now live vicariously through uh, his Facebook posts. Anyway, we're getting off subject, and you are confusing me. Uh, remove domain from field. Ooh, you are playing safe. Data management. Yeah. Okay then. I'll take your tactic. Classify less by height. Over 3D analysts, will you come join me? Oh, I can see what you're doing. I mean, this is this is this is. Hmm. Okay. Um, no, make a feature layer. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. So. You went. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Featured polygon. <laughs> Got you rattled. Uh, Krieging. Ooh, can you use that? Yes, 3D analyst. I mean, like, can you actually use that practically? Oh, I've no idea. <laughs> that is that is one of the benefits of this game. You see, you learn tools that you. Um, yeah, don't actually use in real life. Yeah. Don't actually know how to use in yeah. real life. I think I've actually used that once or twice. What's it do? I couldn't. I can't explain what it did. Um, I vaguely. Oh no, I did used to know. Anyway, um, okay. So you're going creaking. I'm going apply symbology from layer. <sighs> okay. Come on. Yeah, yeah. It's only a few moves there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, closing the door. Consolidate layer. Yeah, that's what I thought. No, it's tin. not. It is tin edge. You're tinny. Um, See that? Yeah. Yeah. And Jeremy, don't abuse me. It's a tool. <laughs> uh, interpolate 
polygon to multi patch. Yep. To break polygon to multi patch. Add Z information. Really? Yeah. You've been playing too much in 3D on this toolset, I think. Um, but you. Not making life easy for you. You're not, actually. Oh, uh, hang on. Is that going to work? Yeah, okay. Uh, cut fill. Ooh. Cut fill. Mm. From 3D Analyst. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it calculates the volume between two surfaces. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. The race then. Uh, What's it a race? That's the coverage tool set. Mm -hmm. You're getting desperate. Old school. Uh, okay, well, yep, okay, uh, change terrain reference scale. Okay. That actually should have made it quite difficult. Never. Yeah. You can tell when this gets serious. <laughs> I imagine all the listeners kind of going, okay, it goes quiet. Yeah, the banter stops because we're having to think it through. Um, I'm going to export to Shapefile. <sighs> Bother. Mm, bother. Uh, I thought I had it there. I thought I thought your coverage toolset was a bit of a, a raise, was a bit of a weak move, to be honest. Look, yeah, that was the um, the before that was strong, but I am um, yeah misjudged when you went back into um, 3D analyst. But I saw little flashes of inspiration. There was a little bit of a Chavitez attack. I saw I think when I was up near Tin Edge. I think that was quite quite yeah. a, you know. But um, yeah, I'll just blame I'm tired. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, win's a win, I suppose, so well done. Uh, we're not far off for the first tournament of the year coming up soon. Um, all you people out there will be obviously practicing. Uh, you know, there's going to be a good show at the partner. Yeah, any of the Kiwis going along to the um, partner conference or Dev Summit? I'm sure there will be. Um, get in touch with us about, um, yeah, your intentions for export to Shapefile, whether you're actually going to compete yeah. in the main, uh, main competition or maybe just play a few casuals. In between the breaks while well, um, sipping Dr. Pepper and eating yeah. donuts. No, that's a dev conference. Yeah. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> the partner conference is just full of bagels and good coffee. Yeah, that's true. It is, actually. Um, and, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so next week we're going to have a guest. Yes, absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. And, um, yeah, a special international guest. I think they're going to bring uh, much... I'm trying to work that one out, but okay, yeah, fair enough. Uh, they're going to bring a much-needed um, humour, probably. <laughs> Sanity. Sanity. Balance. Yeah. Um, I've got to say, though, um, podcast, glass of wine, goes down really nicely. You should try it. <laughs> Usually I'm on um, whiskey or brandy. <laughs> Normally I'm on drugs. <laughs> Prescription ones, obviously, that have been prescribed by a doctor and they're totally... Um, okay to take because you had a headache 
sure. I'm just saying that because, you know, we're that yeah. kind of podcast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, at, before we play the jingle to close, I do want to apologise for Chris playing the jingle too loud last week. Do you know, it is so difficult to get your levels right. It is, but you forgot the week before, so you just made up with it. Yeah, yeah. Playing yeah. <laughs> twice as loud. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so we'll, we'll speak to you next week. And I hope um, hope you have a good week and have enjoyed the podcast. And we don't deafen you. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>